It's a Red Sox Full Throttle Friday. And here's David Ortiz. You see that number today with three hits. This could be four. There it goes. It's over. The Red Sox win, and they're moving on up. On the Rich Keefe Show. And then he makes the catch. He did. He got it. The Red Sox win. As I just went head over heels in my chair. Brought to you by McFarlane Energy, the E.L. Harvey Companies, and Aviva Trattoria. Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. Here we go. It is Full Throttle Sox Talk, and it's co-sponsored by McFarland Energy, the heating, cooling, and bioheat delivery pros that Eastern Mass and all of Cape Cod depend on at McFarlandEnergy.com. By the E.L. Harvey companies, including Nosset Disposal and Mega Disposal, your local trash collection and recycling providers. And by Aviva Trattoria, Italian-inspired, locally made from fresh, whole, locally sourced ingredients. Uh, now through the start of the season, every Friday night around 7, we're going to do some Sox talk. And would you believe it? We got some stuff to talk about tonight because Theo Epstein is back. The prodigal son. This is the guy. This is the guy that everybody wanted to save the Sox. Perhaps the only guy that could save the Sox. And so, no, he's not the GM. He's not even the chief baseball officer. He has jumped into the Fenway Sports Group as a minority owner and part-time senior advisor. These like high these high uh roles like I don't understand exactly what everybody does and I guess that's going to be one of the questions that we have. Is like what is he going to be hands-on with the team or not? What is what is this? Is just is this just a big headline to make people feel good? Maybe. Hard to trust the Red Sox with everything that they're doing. But Theo Epstein is the guy that everybody wanted when you know they got rid of Heim Bloom. Team looked like it was bottoming out. The future did not look bright. You know, like who could they bring in? And I think we all said it at the time. We're like, they're not, Theo Epstein is not going to be a chief baseball officer again. He is. He was a 28 year old GM. He was 28 when he was in charge of the Red Sox. That's insane. Yeah, that is pretty wild. It's insane. Then he wins two World Series with the Red Sox when they weren't supposed to be winning World Series. Then he went to the Cubs, won a World Series with the Cubs. And so you're like, all right, like what more could you possibly? You couldn't have written that any better for the same guy to snap the Cub or the Red Sox and the Cubs World Series droughts is wild. So if anything, he was going to be commissioner of the, of the league at some point. And he'd been working in the commissioner's office. He's no longer doing that. And... I remember when we had these discussions about who was going to replace Heim Bloom, and nobody wanted that gig. It was kind of like the Patriots offensive coordinator job. Nobody wanted it. Nobody would even interview for it. And then they landed on Craig Breslow. But we would always get calls being like, what about Theo? And I would, like, kind of jokingly say, well, if they gave him, like, part ownership of the team, then maybe you would do it. Well, he's not doing he's not doing chief baseball officer stuff, but he is now part owner of the team. And I just think having him in the organization at any level is a good thing. Now, he's not going to be doing the the day-to-day. He's not going to be, you know, going over the 25-man roster with Breslow every single day, talking about how they can upgrade it and everything else. But I, I have to look at this as a positive because I, I my guess is, you know, John Henry has all these different 
businesses, clearly. We've been talking about now he's got even the, the golf thing going on. But do you think John Henry has a lot of, or do you think he will have a lot of face-to-face meetings with Craig Breslow? No. You think Craig Breslow's going to be like, hey, we really need to spend a little bit more on uh, on pitching. Like, what do, you, what do you think? Talk to my secretary. Correct. Yeah, you're not at the big kid's table, right? There's going to there's gonna be, a like, an adult's table, and now Theo is in that table. So he's in the room with John and Tom and Linda. Like, he's going to be in there, and he can actually pitch it. And I think Theo's going to know how to do it. Where he's not going to say, hey, here's what we got to do. We got to go, like, we should have signed Otani. Or we got to, like, no, no, no. I think he's going to kind of ease into it. This might not be a uh, immediate turnaround. I don't think tomorrow they sign Blake Snell for $200 million. But I think Theo can kind of get in his ear and at some point turn the Sox back into the Sox again. Have them next offseason. I didn't, you know, I didn't look at the free agents yet, but... Take a look at some of those guys. Maybe they'll be more of a player. They won't just be interested in. They'll actually sign some of those guys. Maybe they'll convince uh, Breslow to trade Marcelo Meyer. Not that I'm like, oh, you have to trade Meyer. My point is take some of these top prospects. Don't wait two, three years for them to get to the majors and, and see if they're good or not. Maybe you can trade. Because I think Theo, better than anybody else, could probably explain to John, like, all right, listen, it's a business. Now that I'm in the ownership group, it's I get it. It's all about making money. It's all about being profitable. But it might be a little bit more profitable to, I don't know, have a few players that people want to see, have a couple of superstars on the team. This is the Boston Red Sox. This isn't the, you know, Pittsburgh Pirates. No disrespect to the Pittsburgh Pirates. But like, I think that's something that they're going to have to do. And just the fact that Theo is... In the mix, I'm going to take as a positive. Uh, he was quoted, they had like a, a statement. He was quoted, quote, uh, this is truly a unique opportunity for me, a chance to partner with people who mean a lot to me, a chance to challenge myself in new arenas, and a chance to use my experience and perspective to help others succeed and win at the highest level. The special connection I feel toward the organization and the ownership group has stayed with me through the years. So I read that one part. A chance to use my experience and perspective to help others succeed and to win at the highest level. I look at that directly as Breslow. Like and, and they work together with the Cubs too, but can he can he help Breslow? Can Breslow actually go to somebody? Cause I'm sure, you know, whatever his relationship is with Cora is gonna be one thing, whatever his relationship or isn't with John Henry is gonna be one thing. But if you have Theo there to sort of kick ideas around. I think that's great because I, I, we have no idea if Breslow is going to be a good GM. He hasn't really done anything to this point. I don't love the trades that he's made. He hasn't brought in anybody in worth a damn. So, so far it's off to a bad start, but you don't even how much of that is just John Henry telling him like you can't spend money. I don't know. So just having Theo in the building, I think is a, is a good one. Uh, one of John Henry's quotes in there talking about Theo, he says, quote, with his strategic mind, leadership and unwavering passion for sports Theo brings invaluable assets that will drive us forward across our diverse enterprises especially in our sporting operations across hockey EPL football and baseball so do you think Theo is going to be there being like you know what Liverpool needs a new striker 
Wow. They haven't had a striker. They need a new striker. I hope the attitude isn't, you know, bring what you've done so great for baseball over here to our other ventures. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I don't need Theo wasting time in the Pittsburgh Penguins minor league system and trying to figure out who the next uh, Penguin's going to be. That, that that seems like not a uh, a good use of his time. And I would imagine a lot of time and energy is, is going to be going into this PGA, PGA thing now because it's new. It's And billions of dollars. Yeah, that yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah, probably. So that's, I mean, I, I view this as a as a good thing. I hope he's involved in baseball. I'm not going to be over-the-top optimistic like he's now running the Red Sox. He's not. He's a, a part owner. I also look at this, you know, there's been some speculation over the last couple of weeks that maybe John Henry is getting ready to sell the Red Sox. It seems like with a move like this, no. It seems like you could take this, you know, good news, bad news. Good news, Theo's back in some capacity. Bad news, I would assume John Henry's here for a while because, as uh, people have pointed out, it's Fenway Sports Group. I don't think you're going to sell Fenway or the team that plays in Fenway. But you wonder, with you know not committing to a lot of players long-term, is part of that preparing the team to be sold? So a new owner comes in, he's like, oh, how much dead money do we have? Like, done. <laughs> we, don't, we haven't signed anybody in a while. We don't have any dead money. But... I don't think you'd bring Theo back and then sell the team. So I'm sure Theo's excited about being a part of this ownership group. I don't know what that means financially, but I would assume a ton. And, you know, he has a chance from a different seat now in a, in a different role, different perspective to help turn the Red Sox around at a time where they desperately need it. I mean, they are back-to-back last place finishes in the division. And based on everything that's happened... Uh, this offseason to this point, it feels like a third straight last place finish. Baltimore Orioles yesterday, we were talking about this. They traded for, so the Baltimore Orioles are selling their team. They do not have a great owner, but selling the team. Usually new owners come in and want to spend a lot of money. And like the day after that was announced, they traded for Corbin Burns, a Cy Young winner from the Milwaukee Brewers. A guy who's still in his 20s, uh, one of the best pitchers that was going to be either available via free agency or was likely to be traded. And the Orioles who won 101 games last year, they snatch them up. So the Orioles look great. The Rays and Blue Jays have been solid for a while. The team that was just above the Red Sox last year in the standings was the Yankees, and they get uh, Juan Soto. So they're not going to have Juan Soto and Aaron Judge in the same lineup together. There's not much to get excited about with the Red Sox. This was also kind of a damning thing today because, and I was one of the people that was excited about it, and, you know, just reading, like, Twitter and, and listening to the shows, like people are excited about it. Like that's the that's your best move. Like your best move in the last couple of years is Theo Epstein coming back in a role that we don't even entirely know what he's doing. Not directly involved with the Red Sox. No, he might not be. He might be in Pittsburgh watching the the Penguins play. Well, I saw in the Athletic one of Epstein's most immediate tasks will be to work alongside Mike Gordon, consulting as Liverpool looks to replace Jurgen Klopp. <laughs> so very concerned with Liverpool. I mean, yeah. I mean, Liverpool's a big deal, like worldwide. I, as a Red Sox fan, I don't care. Like, I, I, I know that that's part of their portfolio. I don't give a rat's ass, and I need Theo Epstein to replace Jurgen Klopp. Uh, that's what I need. I don't think he's replacing him, but no, no, no. But I mean, like, so, yeah, yeah. so now Theo Epstein, who is a baseball guy, right? Like baseball, base, like the baseball guy. He now knows who to replace Gorgon Klopp with. <laughs> There's no way he does. He's a soccer guy now? You can't possibly be a soccer guy, 
a baseball guy, a golf guy, uh, uh, I say hockey already. You can't be all these guys. And then they're going to try to buy a basketball team when they get an expansion team. Like, most owners are, well, like, John Henry, I feel like, is is relatively hands-off. He probably tells you, like, all right, here's the, here's the financials with all of them. But now Theo Epstein has to come in and be like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I used to play FIFA. I can, I can, I can swap out some guys. It's weird. I would think, this is my guess, Theo might have sort of big-picture strategies as it relates to successful pro franchises. Like, I'll give him credit for that. He's obviously a really smart guy. And as it relates, you know, to the Penguins and to Liverpool, I can't imagine he has, like, specific players in mind. Whereas with the Red Sox, you hope that's exactly what it is. You hope with the Red Sox, is like, hey, listen, uh, Breslow, here, here's guys I would trade for. Here's guys I would trade away. That that kind of thing. But, yeah, what a weird time. You know, Theo Epstein is back. Been a while. Uh, everybody wanted him back. I don't know what minority owner, part-time senior advisor it, it does entirely, but... I have to view it as a as a good sign. All we've done over the last several months is get upset at different moves that the Red Sox have made. Like across the board, what was the last good one? What was the last move they made? We're like, hell yeah. I don't know. Theo Epstein. <laughs> Theo Epstein. No, it was this one. It's definitely this one. I'm trying to think when was the last one? Because they had a couple of good signings. Like, you know, Kenley Jansen and Justin Turner. I mean, Turner's gone and Kenley Jansen's might get traded, but those were good signings. But I guess re-signing Devers, I guess that would probably be the last one. And even then, I know that's not unanimous. I know people out there don't necessarily love it either. But there you go. There's our uh, full throttle Red Sox talk here on a uh, Friday night.